Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Okay, V, go for it. I'm hearing an echo. Hey, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, folks, wherever in the heck in the world you are. It's the one and only V, the Gorilla Economist, and we have with us Harley Schlanger, the man that needs no introduction. He's here to break down exactly what's going on in the world. Harley, welcome back, sir. Uh, I know you're not, uh, you know, you're hundred percent. You've been doing a lot of traveling, but we're glad to have you on. How 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 are you, and uh, what's on your radar? Well, it's good to be with you, V, and. Uh... I think the, the, even though you get worn down once in a while, you got to stay in the fight because the, the, the fight requires every able body and able mind to uh, make sure that we direct this yeah. thing properly. Uh, the, the first thing on my mind is the insanity of the British, uh, represented by Karen Pierce, the British ambassador to the United Nations, going on a war, pay, a war rant against Russia uh, three days ago, saying that Russia and Syria are preparing a new chemical weapons attack in Idlib province. Uh, now, Idlib is the last area where you have any kind of al-Qaeda-linked concentration. And I'm just reading the Washington Post this morning. They're essentially saying that Assad is about to wipe out the terrorists. How horrible that this is what Assad intends to do. Yeah. So, so I, I want to get all. Hold on, Caesar. Could you mute yourself? We're hearing a lot of background on your end. I right, go, go ahead, Harley. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I just think the you read the press and you see that there is outright support for terrorists mm -hmm. coming from the the mainstream media. So it's not something that we make up when we talk about Russia Gate. We talk about U.S. Uh, uh, CIA, the intelligence community supporting terrorism. Uh, this is exactly what they're doing. And this is why yeah. they don't like Trump. And you know, Trump's commitment was to work with Russia to wipe out the terrorists in Syria and pull U.S. troops out of the Mideast. And now we're seeing the fourth time that the British White Helmets, which is really a, uh, an intelligence operation, that they're working with Al-Qaeda who are about yep. to unleash chlorine weapons, which they're going to blame on Assad as an excuse for another strike against Syrian and possibly Russian emplacements. And the Russians have gone to the UN, they've gone to the OPCW, and they've shown them the evidence that Al-Qaeda forces or Al-Qaeda-linked forces are moving chemical weapons into Idlib province. And what does the British ambassador say? This is so outrageous. The British would never do such a thing. This shows you how demented the Assad regime is. So, you know, we're dealing with a, a war faction, which the other place you see that war faction is cheerleading over John McCain, who was one of the leading warmongers in the Senate for the last 30 years. Yeah, I was celebrating his death, Harley. Um, people can judge me all you want. I was actually popping uh, champagne and boxed wine to celebrate the demise of the, the great warmonger, John McCain. Well, 
this is someone who is an odd hero for the left. Yeah. You know, in, in the, just, it's just like John Brennan being a hero for the left. Now, here you have people who, whose whole career is killing, is lying. It's, uh, McCain was one of the key people who worked with Brennan to get support for the British documents saying that Saddam Hussein possessed weapons of mass destruction. These guys are responsible for the chaos in the Middle East. Uh, yeah. The two of them were very much involved in, in the distortions that led U.S. support for terrorists in Syria. They were involved in the Libya regime change, which knocked out a stable government and put U.S. weapons in the hands of al-Qaeda-linked terrorists. And is any of that in the media? No. no John McCain is, is lionized because he hated Trump. Yep. This is literally proof of Trump derangement syndrome. Correct. And, and Brennan and McCain are the same two miscreants that are involved in facilitating the chaos that we're experiencing right now in the country with these divisions that are, that, that are being caused by the establishment. And you know, whether you call it deep state, the imperial faction, neocons, the geopoliticians, whatever you call it, it's clear this exists as a coherent, organized force that is moving in for the kill right now. Uh, they think they have the upper hand going into the November midterm elections. And I think they're, again, sadly mistaken because they rely on polls which are highly inaccurate. But uh, people who support what Trump is trying to do are going to have to be out in force between now and the elections because they are trying to do, finalize the coup, elect enough government uh, Democrats to impeach the president and to at the same time, move toward a more aggressive policy against Russia and China, which is against the interests of the American people. Yeah, exactly right. You know, um, they're thinking because they've uh, that they're all of a sudden these these little reverberations. I, I think the the uh, po the political star of the day. Is some guy named uh, 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 the the gentleman in Texas who's trying to challenge Ted Cruz, and even though it's mathematically impossible for anybody to even unseat a Republican in uh, Texas, but that doesn't stop them from trying to make this person larger than life. And the fact that a far left wing nut job socialist won the Democratic primary for governor in Florida, they think all these culminations. Uh, um, Harley, are some sort of a, a, a sign of a coming blue wave. But I, uh, but I agree with you. I think, uh, I think these people are gravely mistaken. I think uh, we're going to see a, a blue sprinkle or a drizzle. You know, the Florida election is interesting because the guy on the, on the surface, what you see with him is that he does represent this extreme left policy. Right. But what, what did the voters who vote for him represent? They were rejecting the, the mainstream Democrats. <laughs> exactly. Democrats. Right. Exactly. It, it's the same situation in New York. We have this young 28-year-old girl, former bartender, who's a Bernie Sanders acolyte, who has the most ignorant, most insane policies out there that she, she herself is not even coherent in, in communicating this. And, and the Democrats think, oh, yeah, this is the new lifeblood that's being injected. No. The voters voted against the establishment Democrat. Now exactly. the establishment Democrat who, who who's drained the Democratic coffers to the tune of tens of millions of dollars of campaign contributions is gone. 
And the same thing happened in Florida. Yeah. Well, it's happened in a number of places. And, and what we're seeing on the one side, they say, well, this is a good sign for Democrats. Well, if the Democrats really want to have some debate on these things, that's fine. But the Democratic Party as a whole doesn't want to debate. They want impeachment. But they don't want to be seen calling for it because they know that's not popular. So I think Trump has the right approach on the, the midterms to go in and say, these guys are trying to use a witch hunt to impeach me because they don't like the choice you made in November 2016. And the president is going to have to reassert his commitment to work with Russia, work with China, work with North Korea, even though these are difficult situations. But if he sticks to that and says, I'm doing this because we don't want continued wars, we don't want arms race, we don't want money going into the defense contractors and the, the private contractors, uh, we need to have an America which invests in its future, and that's physical economy. Trump has to make that case again. And I think it's, I, I've seen some of these rallies, it's there to be made. The American people are not satisfied with the idea that we're going to have an anti-Trump Congress just, just for the sake of opposing Trump. People want to know what are the issues, what's behind this. And I think we're seeing more coming out now, the Bruce Orr testimony last week, V. This was really quite something. Actually, it was mm -hmm. this week. The fact that the num former number four guy in the Justice Department admitted that the Justice Department and the FBI used the dossier, which they did not believe to be credible, but they used it to get a FISA warrant to target the Trump campaign. This is incredible stuff. Yeah. And how does MSNBC treat it? Oh, more Republican attempts to, to undercut the argument that Mueller is showing that Trump is corrupt. It's absolutely ridiculous, and the fact of the matter that most people miss is, is the fact that this dossier was already circulating and leaking in the media. So the the FBI is even double stupid for actually picking up something that was already circulating in media that is already being talked about by people, and then running with it as uh, and then using that as the pretext to get a FISA warrant. It's incredible. Well, keep keep in mind they never expected any of this would come out. They didn't think Trump would fight it. And, you know, if you look at the Orr case, it's a perfect example of the degree to which this is deeply embedded in the Justice Department and the FBI. Orr was continuing to meet with Christopher Steele yeah. after the FBI fired Steele. They cut off the funding to him because they knew the, the dossier was not credible. But Orr continued to meet with Steele. Now, Orr's wife... Nellie Orr, was employed by Fusion GPS, which was the company paid by Hillary Clinton's campaign to get the dossier from Christopher Steele. So you have the Clinton campaign involvement, you have, this brings up the whole question of the emails, the whole question of why the story broke in the first place, because emails were uncovered that showed the Clinton campaign was sabotaging illegally the Bernie Sanders campaign because they couldn't beat him at the polls. So all the dirt and, and sleaze in the Democratic Party is on display. And the Democrats are doing their best to, to turn it all into an anti-Trump, Trump's crazy, Trump's arrogant. And I'll tell you the biggest problem I see. There are many people who were supporters of Trump 
who are being worn down, who are, who are starting to say things like, well, I don't think we can beat them. Isn't Trump really part of this because he has all these neocons and Wall Street guys around him? And yet we're seeing the president fight in a way no president in my lifetime, or maybe since John Kennedy, fought against this network of intel corrupt intelligence operations. Uh, and actually, Trump is fighting much more openly than John Kennedy ever fought. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's still alive. Right. So we've got to get behind him on this. Uh, look, is Trump without flaws? Of course not. He's a highly flawed figure. And some of the things he's doing are, you know, I'm not convinced that he's heading in the right direction on dealing with China. I think the Chinese put a very credible offer on the table. They said, you want to increase trade with us? Let's increase trade. Let's not have punitive measures. Let's have U.S. firms work on the Belt and Road Initiative. And the problem is that some of the ideologues like Navarro and others who are just anti-China are shaping the policy while Trump is still trying to work with Xi Jinping. So this screws up with the, the whole situation with North Korea and so on. So I don't think it's all perfect by any means. But to say that Trump is an operative of the Mossad or of the establishment who's a deep plant agent uh, is about as silly as saying that there exists a group around QAnon, which is actually uh, serious white hat people inside the, the establishment fighting to protect Trump. You know, right. The fight is in the population. It's for the minds of the people of this country. And I, I salute you at Rogue Money because you've been very clear in this. You know, the, the, the work you do, the, the, uh, what you put up on the website gives people a roadmap to figure out for themselves what the story is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Harley, we got about uh, two minutes left. Uh, what else is on your radar? Uh, what else do you want to comment on? Well, just a couple things from Europe. Uh, very interesting. The president of the Czech Republic, Zeman, gave a very strong speech about ending the sanctions with Russia. Mm. Macron, and we know Macron is uh, like a typical French prostitute. You never know where he's, which side he's going to be lying on. Yeah. But, Macron came out and said, we need a reset with Russia. We need to reevaluate what we're doing. Uh, Russia is a part of Europe. Uh, Merkel's in Africa right now. Who the hell knows what she's doing? But the, the German government is in chaos. And then you have the Italians and the Austrians moving forward uh, toward Russia, toward China, against Brussels. So for those people who think it's a lost cause, uh, you know, you look at the disarray among the Democrats in the United States, you look at the collapse of the mainstream parties in most of Europe, uh, and you can see there's a way out of this. But we in the United States have to do our job, and that is to impose on the political class a sense that the American people will no longer tolerate being treated as ignorant imbeciles who can be herded to support whatever candidate they want, whatever policy they want, we have to have an independent voice that's heard. And I think yeah. that's why at LaRouche Pack, we're putting out uh, petitions for people to sign. We're calling for people to call the White House and say, don't fall for another British trap in Syria. And I think that's something people, your, your listeners can do is call the White House. We know that it has an effect. Uh, it had a big effect on stopping Obama from bombing Syria back in, what was it, 2013. So if the American people are mobilized, they can have an effect. 
Absolutely. I agree with you whole 100%. And this is why people shouldn't, shouldn't be shy at this point. Now's not the time to be shy. Now's the time to, full, to pull and push full force uh, into the fray and win this and put an end to the, to the debacle, the, 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 the danger uh, that is the establishment and finally put a kibosh to them. I agree wholeheartedly, Harley. Well, and these are very weak. Yeah. They're very weak. The and, they are. And we don't see most Americans don't see the weakness. They see the the mainstream media as propping them up, and they think that makes them powerful. They're not very right. powerful. No, and they're and they're also stupid. I mean, look, they're yeah. they're trying another Syrian gas attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. What yeah. can we do anyway? Harley Schlanger, thank you so much for being on. Uh, it's always a great pleasure and an honor to have you. You've always been a voice of, of, of clarion reason, of clear reason in this dark and end time, uh, this uh, crazy generation we're living in. Thank you so much, Harley. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.